But first, we have to go to our top story, which goes to the negotiating table once again with new developments around rail unions. Our Joanna Marsh has several stories that a really kind of dive into the latest trends here. Joanna, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thanks for having me. Morning. So, so let's get right into it, Joanna. We are, of course, now about two months since we've seen these rail unions settle their negotiations. And now we're starting to see kind of some of the fruits of their labor come forward. What are they really working on right now? Everything from sick leave to time off to working conditions? Yeah, so, um, yeah, so that feels like a long time ago, but the, um, yeah, the collective bargaining um, uh issues and uh, were, were resolved in December. So they have the collective bargaining agreement and now they're working, as you mentioned, on the sort of um, work-life balance issues. So sick leave is, is one of them. Um, the railroads uh, may might be looking at attendance policies. Um, that might be something um, that they could be looking at. Um, and, uh, and of course, you have um, ongoing um, questions about uh, safety issues, um, you know, whether, uh, you know, wh whether um, there there are things that need to be addressed um, or, or not, um, especially, you know, in light of um, the, you know, last week's or the recent derailment um, of, um, of the Norfolk Southern train in Ohio. So, um, yeah, so there's a lot of stuff going on and it's 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 kind of between uh uh sort of at the local level and just kind of between individual um unions and and the railroad companies. Now the last big time that we were chatting about what was going on with the rail unions, Joanna, we were really under the clock. Is there a timeline here that we're looking at? Not specifically. I mean, you know, the next negotiating round, I think, is actually <laughs> starting up next year. But um, but so right now they are kind of looking at uh, looking at uh, those um, work life balance issues. And it's it's interesting because I feel like the um, uh, the, the unions uh, have a lot of feel like they have a lot of momentum um, going forward. Um, and so I think in a way the what happened in December was, I, I feel like this is my personal opinion is that it was kind of like a unifying point um, because, you know, they, they enter the negotiations kind of as sort of um, as a voice kind of like, you know, kind of like one voice. And then when the actual um, uh, labor contract agreements happened, they were um, uh, done individually. And then of course, towards the end, with some unions rejecting uh, the uh, the tentative agreements, um, that uh, that sort of became again sort of like a way to unify them. And so I think um, going forward, that they feel like they have this momentum now um, to to address these concerns, and they have um, sort of the public more of a public eye, I guess. And they have, um, you know, you have actually in mainstream media kind of regularly covering now, like some of these, um, some of the that came up with like CSX last week in terms of uh, granting um, or, um, you know, uh, having sick, new sick leave arrangements um, with four unions. So let's zoom in a little bit on the Norfolk Southern issues going on in Ohio right now and kind of what that raises to the forefront of the safety concerns. Obviously, we know that this is an issue that happened and most derailments, like derailments happen pretty often, but this has been very substantial in the impacts to the people who live in East Palestine. And we're seeing now downstream effects from 
EPA uh, investigations being now instated because of this. What are some of those larger downstream effects? And now what is the union fallout from a derailment like this that we're seeing not only affect the workers itself, but also now the surrounding community? Yeah, yeah. So um, so the state and local, I'm sorry, so the state and national um, EPA offices um, have uh, been involved in the in- investigation of, at the onset to um, ensure air quality in the region and water quality. And so they've always been involved. I, I have seen, um, um, which I need to verify with the EPA, but I have seen some reports um, in the news about, you know, possible other chemicals that might um, have been released or, or, or in the environment right now. And so obviously that's still an ongoing um, issue and, and, and will be for quite some time. Um, I think amongst union members, there has been a concern um, because of precision scheduled railroading that, um, that there is either, you know, a, a rush to, to get, the mechanical work done and, and the inspections done, um, uh, or um, or there might not be enough resources available in terms of like people working um, to cover um, you know certain territory uh, that you know needs to be inspected, and so I think that kind of adds on to that whole question of um, is there. Uh, sufficient workforces available, not just to to power, you know, not just to, to drive the trains, but also to um, inspect and to have time for those inspections. And then of course, you have a technology piece added onto it in terms of, you know, um, how much will technology displace workers or how much, you know, can it complement what, what workers are doing? And so, um, and so you have all these kind of, they're all kind of culminating, like kind of gelling and, and culminating together into sort of this wider issue of what is the role of, 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 of um, workers in, in the railroad and, 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 you know, how much, you know, how, how much, um, yeah, how much uh, responsibility do they have versus technology and that, and that kind of thing. And, 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 you know, will there be, I don't want to say sort of a, um, draw down of PSR because I think that's kind of there, but like, you know, like, like what will happen operationally, what changes will happen mm-hmm. and no one's really sure yet. So obviously we have to wait for the results of the full investigation to truly determine the cause. But I think that there mm-hmm. are some groups who could rally around certain speculative notions around the cause and really use that as a talking point. Are we seeing anyone put forth any speculation on what they think caused the derailment right now and start to use that as a talking point? Yeah, so um, I mentioned it a little bit in my article, but not fully. Um, Railroad Workers United, which is an inner, which is an inner union group, so it's not really, it, it's a group that has union members, but um, isn't necessarily, you know, they don't necessarily negotiate um, with with the railroads, and they're kind of cross crafts. So they, you know, so it's not just one type of of worker. There's there's several types. Um, they actually sort of. Um, have have uh, have released um, statements sort of on on their sort of um, position on things, kind of looking more into detail about sort of uh, the the operational um, aspects of of the incident in terms of uh, where uh, rail cars might have been positioned on the train because you know like uh, if you have like your hazardous materials cars like in the beginning or the middle and end that can actually affect 
um, you know, if a, if a derailment happens, that can have, affect um, the release of things, you know, looking at the, the train length. And those are, those are things that, um, uh, that, that haven't, uh, that the National Transportation Safety Board hasn't really um, put out in terms of, they've been kind of quiet in terms of, you know, saying you know, what what they think uh, the um, investigate, you know, what the root cause might be other than the the overheated bearing, um, which I, although actually some people say that's actually, a, yeah, anyway, but, <laughs> but uh, um so the, the railroad workers United have kind of put out like their, their thoughts on the accident, which um, to them indicate that maybe perhaps uh, some, there might've been a better handling of, of, uh, you know, conducting safety checks. Awesome. Joanna, thanks so much for updating us on this story. And we'll be sure to check in with you real quick before we let you go. Um, we have people speaking real, real quick. When, the, when does that air? It airs on Thursdays um, uh, at, <laughs> I should know this one, I don't, um, I, I believe at, at three, you can ask my dog just about it. Um, and I just wanted to clarify with the Railroad Workers United, um, not so much that the people are responsible, but just the, the way the operations are, are managed anyway, but that's, right. that's, uh, that's another story. <laughs> All right, Joanna, thank you so much for joining us and we'll follow up with you as the story continues to develop. All right, thanks. Take care. Right now, we're going to head over to the wall for our first carrot update of the morning. 